Welcome back to the crypto economy. I am Guy Swan, the guy who has read more about Bitcoin than anybody else you know. And we are doing another quick read today. I'm holding off on the guy's take just because I really wanted to get to this first. And this is Jack Maller's announcement on, the, on his Medium page of Olympus. There are a couple of really unique things to unpack here. So I wanted to read this aloud so that we could chat about it. So without further ado, Let's jump into Announcing Olympus, Lightning-Enabled Fiat Ramps by Zap. Yo, today I'm extremely excited to finally announce the biggest effort Zap has ever been a part of. This blog post might be a little longer than my typical post, but I have a lot of amazing things to say. Today, we are announcing that Zap will offer a Lightning-Enabled Fiat on and off ramp service I like to call Olympus. Olympus allows users to go from fiat to making and receiving lightning payments in seconds. We finally had the time to build a real website which is now hosted at zaphq.io. To sign up for our beta program you can go to fiat2lightning.com. The story. Zap has existed for over two years now. Back in the spring of 2017, while working at the only day job I've ever had, I started writing code for a Lightning wallet in my free time. I developed the opinion that the Lightning Network would begin to introduce a new relationship between Bitcoin and its end users. The ambitions to help translate these complex protocols in a way that would allow Lightning to be used by millions of mainstream consumers without a third party is the how and why of Zap's inception. But the most prominent and persistent challenge Lightning faces today is onboarding users. How a user goes from, I want to use Lightning, to using Lightning. This user story comes pre-packaged with intrinsic friction and has proven to be an extremely complicated and unique problem. To date, there hasn't been a solution that has the ability to satisfy Zap's ambition of putting hundreds of thousands or even millions of Lightning nodes on devices all over the world. Almost two years ago, I synced a testnet Lightning node on my iPhone for the first time and posted a video of my first payment from my phone. How would you get millions of people to do this? How does a no-coiner bump into a Lightning QR code, get onboarded, and scan it? What if general consumers never had to experience the limitations and the inherent expensive nature of the Bitcoin blockchain? What if they don't need to understand the layered complexity of channels? What if they don't need to trust a custodian to own their keys? Someone who has never experienced Bitcoin before should be able to swipe their debit card, get Bitcoin delivered to them directly onto the Lightning Network, and make inexpensive, instant micropayments within seconds of purchase. Accomplishing this takes a lot of effort and expertise in a wide range of skill sets. Legal expertise and the ability to educate lawyers and regulators is required. 
market and trading expertise that enables near-instant settlement, tight quote streaming to consumers buying small amounts, and smart order routing to ensure fair pricing and best execution is required. Fast yet pinpoint accurate automated risk management is required. Experience with building on Bitcoin and Lightning is required. The ability to cleverly use the protocols to execute the vision is required. And lastly, the protocol chops to design and implement something new that not only works, but works at scale is required. Well, what do we do? Do we wait for Coinbase and BitPay to come around to Lightning? Leave it up to the closed source elites that have misrepresented Bitcoin for years to take the baton and run to the finish line? No, fuck that. So a little less than a year ago, I set out to get the ball rolling and accomplish this. The service. Olympus was intentionally designed as a standalone component. It is not something baked into the Zap wallet itself, and having a Zap wallet is not required to use the service. I use my Zap wallets every day, and I think they're great. There are also so many great Lightning services out there with new ones emerging every day. Everyone building on Lightning should be able to leverage the infrastructure work we've done to get here. So Olympus will be available to any external app, product, business, etc. to use. The first thing to do with such a service is to implement it into our already well-distributed Lightning wallet. All of our wallets are open source, and my intention is that the implementation of the fiat ramps into our own wallets can be used as a reference for others. So without further ado, here I am replicating the same video I recorded two years ago on Testnet. The difference? This is mainnet. I have no Bitcoin. I have no channels. All I have is a freshly downloaded Zap wallet and a bit refill lightning QR code staring me right in the face. You gotta watch the video just so you can get a feel, like just so you can watch and understand exactly how quick this process is. Uh, and I will be linking to the Medium article, obviously, in the show notes so you can go check that out. And he's got it from uh, the main video and then the view from the iPhone. And just for a little spoiler, uh, even while he's explaining what's going on in this process and having to type in the amount that he's purchasing and the passphrase or his uh, PIN number so that he can unlock it when he makes the payment and scans, the entire process took 25 seconds from fiat to uh, a fulfilled lightning invoice. Olympus will be available inside of all Zap wallets, iOS, Android, Mac, Windows, and Linux. Here I have a fresh Zap desktop instance. I have no coins. I have no channels. I top up the wallet by buying Bitcoin. The Bitcoin is delivered instantly, and in seconds I blow through a two-cent paywall to finish an article. Previously, the user story read like this. Take fiat, buy Bitcoin, wait until you're allowed to withdraw, withdraw and wait for confirmations, deposit Bitcoin onto the Lightning Network, open channels, wait for more confirmations, scan QR code. Not anymore. Download, buy, scan. What new economy does this unlock? I don't know. We can't know because the world as we know it has never seen anything like this. Regulatory. Okay, time to get down and dirty into how it all ties together. 
KYC AML is not required to use Zap, and it never will be. Yes, users that want to use this feature will have to comply with KYC AML. I fought hard for minimal KYC AML as purchases will likely be small, but it's KYC AML nonetheless. As much as I love you all, I am too young and too pretty to go to jail right now. However, let me make a few points clear. Users that use Zap today do so on an anonymous basis, and that will always be an option. If you would like to buy Bitcoin directly over Lightning, you will be able to, but this feature is not required. We've architected the code in a way where we can even release versions of Zap that don't have the Buy Bitcoin feature embedded. Olympus is designed to give non-custodial Lightning a chance at mainstream adoption and onboard the masses, but it's not for everyone. With Zap, it will always be your choice, and you can audit our open source code at any point. How it works. Olympus is an external service that clients make requests to. The service is responsible for the hard parts, onboarding users, processing payments, managing market risk, streaming quotes, and delivering Bitcoins. Olympus can deliver Bitcoin in whichever way it sees the best fit. Lightning payment, submarine swap, on-chain, etc. But how does Zap allow you to go from no channels to a lightning payment in seconds? Who is paying for fees? Let's walk through it. Today, many Lightning services have tried to solve this onboarding problem by opening channels to the user when the user creates a wallet. As convenient as it may seem, I see this as only a stopgap solution that can't scale in the long term. Speaking bluntly, marketing onboarding users this way is a bit misleading. For simplicity's sake, let's assume a $100 channel per user, ignoring the fees. For Zap's latest major desktop release alone, with 20,000 plus downloads, that's a $2 million capital requirement without accounting for blockchain fees, which will inevitably rise in cost. For a Lightning wallet to reach the scale of 1 million to 10 million users, that is a capital requirement of 100 million to $1 billion, without accounting for fees and highlighting the shortcomings of only allowing a user receive capacity of $100. This is simply infeasible. How do we solve this? Turbo channels. Explained here and originally made popular by BitRefill, the added feature to the protocol allows pushed amounts when a channel is opened to be spent immediately. Within the protocol, pushing Bitcoin to the other side of a new channel is silly as you're more or less giving money away. That is, unless the user already paid for the Bitcoin. Then it becomes a way for users to spend Bitcoin immediately as soon as the channel handshake is finished. Users aren't forced to use this option, as they can always wait as long as they'd like for their desired number of confirmations. It's also important to note that this becomes resistant to DOS attacks. If Zap were to open a channel on download, there is nothing stopping someone from abusing this service and requiring Zap to constantly close and open channels for them. Given that users have to pay for this service, it can't be abused. So because of this, Zap will begin by giving users receive capacity when they buy Bitcoin. 
I would encourage users to abuse this because when they do, it's because of them that I will be enjoying my Pomplemousse Martini in the ocean on my new yacht sitting on a fat stack of sats. The future. I have big plans, and believe it or not, I still have more announcements to come over the coming months. Partnerships, more features, and more products. As excited as I am to get all of this out to you all, we are going to start with a beta program. I would like to remind everyone, Lightning itself is still early. It is not recommended to put more money on Lightning than you are willing to lose. With bugs being reported in the major protocol implementations, Neutrino not officially supported on mainnet, and our own software in beta as well, it feels early to invite an onslaught of capital to the network immediately. I have zero desire to do this fast, and I have every intention to do this right. This will take a community effort, a lot of testing, reporting of bugs, feedback on features, and collaboration. If you'd like to join the beta, buy Bitcoin over Lightning, and help us test, you can do so on our website or on fiat2lightning.com. The plan is to begin to roll this out publicly over the coming months. Oh, and Zap doesn't plan on just servicing the U.S. We are mission-driven to bring this to the entire world. Thanks. All right, everyone, I'm going to end it here. I can't begin to express how excited I am. Thinking back to when I first started this project, I have a really hard time believing where it is today. Thank you so much. To the Lightning Network Protocol developers, thank you. I am in awe at the pace of Lightning development. To Lightning Labs, thank you. Zap uses LND for everything Lightning related. It is an amazing piece of software. To CMT Digital, thank you. The layered legal, market, trading, and engineering complexity baked into pulling this off is hard to fathom. Colleen and everyone over at CMT are angels, not only for Zap, but for Bitcoin. They've been pushing market maturity by supporting things like Bact and are now committed to helping Lightning grow and succeed as well. Lastly, to my parents. Everything you see here has been funded by the Mallers family. It hasn't been easy, but offers to fund Zap have come with bogus demands, borderline malicious agreements, and hidden agendas. We haven't bent the knee for anyone. This is our effort as a family to give back to Bitcoin, which we are forever in debt to. My parents are top donors to Bitcoin charities, have funded Bitcoin core development, and now have funded Lightning development. I know if I don't say anything, they never will. It's just who they are. Modern day heroes, if you ask me. Stack sats and give back. I've never been prouder to be a Mallers, and more specifically, the son of my parents. Thanks, guys. I hope I'm not embarrassing you, but I'm so proud of everything, I can't help it. You can contact me at Jack Mallers on Twitter or zap at jackmallers.com via email. Feel free to join our Slack if you'd like to be more interactive with the Zap community. You can learn more about Zap at our new website, zaphq.io, and sign up for our Fiat to Lightning beta at fiattolightning.com. As I said above, I've got more coming. I'll talk to you soon. Much love, fam. Much love. 
Hell yes. All right, so let's, uh, I really want to hit some commentary, uh, and I am a little bit low on time today, so uh, let's hit our sponsor really fast, and we'll jump right back in. All right, so first off, I am crazy, crazy excited about this. Um, again, this was Jack Mallers, a post by Jack Mallers um, on uh, his Medium page, and it's Announcing Olympus. Uh, that is the name of this service um, that, again, said will be available for anyone. You'll be able to use it with any, but it will obviously be available in uh, the Zap app, which is Lightning-enabled Fiat Ramps by Zap. So, I'm crazy excited about this, and I feel like the development and use of these tools, like on Lightning in particular, is just coming in at an insane pace. And every time I think there's, it's like slowed down, or like I get bored for like a week in this like waiting period, stuff like this drops. Like Breeze was one of those things that came out of nowhere for me, and I was so excited because it it really did fulfill a huge gap in exactly this sort of way, in that user experience way. And this just takes it to an entirely different level. And I had no idea that this was coming. This is just awesome that this came out of nowhere like this. Um, this is really like, in my opinion, this is kind of like Jack Maller's uh, uh, BTC pay server moment, like with uh, Nicola Doria, that are we just going to sit around and wait for BitPay and Coinbase and all the big crap companies that have been misrepresenting Bitcoin for years now and uh, are digging into a, a whole crap ton of altcoins and other projects and literally ignoring. I mean, do they even have SegWit yet these days? I swear, I think most of them don't still. Um, and like, we're going to leave it up to them just because like they're the ones with the regulatory approval and we're just going to sit around and bitch that they're not doing it. Fuck that. Like, that's, you couldn't have said it better. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Um, and th th this is just, it, uh, just a congratulations. Congratulations. If, J if Jack actually listens to this or any of the Mallers, um, really congratulations. Just the idea of committing to something like this, to me, seems so unrealistic. Like, like in my position, I, I, I don't even know, like, what it would take to pull that off. I'd be too nervous to even start. Like, I'd just be, like, I, I would be in the mindset. I am in the mindset right now. I think, oh, man, could I do this? But it's just like, no, that's an impossible task. It seems impossible. And the fact that, like, you guys not only, like, were like, screw it. We're going we're gonna to actually do this thing. But that you actually pulled it off. You, like, went to the end of the road. You, you crossed the finish line with this thing, and you've actually got it, and you're announcing it is really, really astonishing. And it is not a small deal that this was fully funded by the Mallers family. Um, like generally when a company gets, particularly when we're talking about finance and regulatory uh, uh, concerns, that a company like this would always, to get regulatory approval, would need tons of capital and have to be able to fend off, you know, a year's worth of waiting and getting permissions and dealing with regulators and lawyers and all that stuff. And in the end, because they need that money, they end up beholden to like four other companies or VCs or somebody with ridiculous contracts, contracts that we don't get to see. So there's this, there's always this thing, even if it's like a company or a, a person or something that you trust, when all that other money comes in, you know there's a written contract 
sitting somewhere that you don't get to know the ins and outs of. You don't get to know whether or not they, they had to sign over the fact that they're going to give their user information and purchases and every piece of data that they can pull from this app to three other companies that helped invest in this project uh, in a live feed on a server somewhere. Like we, don't, we really don't know. We just kind of have to cross our fingers and hope that the person we trusted before is now not beholden to all of these other companies and people who actually made this, these funds available. And the fact that they managed to do that without ever giving that up, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Um, it's truly hard to believe that the way it was done is actually the way it got done. Like, I don't want to spend 30 minutes just talking about this, but uh, just a fucking huge round of applause to the Mallers fam over there. Uh, this, is, this really is astonishing. Um, but I do want to dig into this a little bit like from the technology side. Because I've talked about turbo, turbo channels before. We talked about it in that um, uh, the piece with BitRefill, uh, the tech coming to Lightning in 2019 or something like that. Um, and I'll, I'll try to find the uh, actual episode and link to it if you want to dig a little bit further because there's tons of other great stuff that they talk about in there. Um, but I did not really go into the ins and outs of Turbo Channel, um, of Turbo Channels. And uh, Jack links to another uh, page or two that goes into a little bit further. Um, and I did read it. It's a pretty good um, uh, introduction on instant channels enabling. Uh, what is who's Who even wrote this? Online Dreaming. I don't know. Instant channels enable safe lightning payments with unconfirmed funding. Uh, and it's a quick little read, so if you do want to dig into it, um, but I'm going to just kind of basically go over the, the standard idea of it. And it's not really difficult to um, understand. Uh, but the, the simplest way uh, to explain it is that it's just an unconfirmed channel. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's... It, it, does, it doesn't sound like a lot, even though it is like an improvement like as a tool. Um, but see, kind of the cool thing about it is that uh, a channel that uh, you actually submit the funding transaction, you actually broadcast the funding transaction after you get, after you and the other party write the commitment transaction, which is who owns the money in the channel, which it, that's what gives you the route or the ability to refund uh, to pull your money out of it uh, uh, if at any time that you want to close that channel. And so, like, you already have a commitment straight out the gate. You have it before you even broadcast the funding transaction. And by because of that, or the reason you have that is because, you know, the other person might immediately go offline. So you don't want to create the funding channel and then not be able to write the commitment channel. So obviously you write the the exit, you know, you check your exit before you go in the building kind of thing. And so, uh, but that is, that commitment transaction is your channel state. So that's the current ownership of the funds within the channel. Uh, so there's no reason why we can't just continue to update that channel state. There's no reason why we can't continue to update the commitment. I mean, what's the, really, what's the harm at that point? And uh, there's, the risk is surprisingly low in that instance. Um, and uh, the risk actually, really in, in this instance, like let's say, let's say we're using an example where I am the customer and Zap is the, or Olympus um, is the uh, a one who is giving me the funds. 
well, the risk is essentially on my side. If the channel doesn't get funded, well, then, you know, I have uh, slightly less assurance that um, I'm going to have those funds, uh, like I'm going to be able to actually get those funds to me because my commitment transaction wouldn't let me uh, uh, pull them from a funding channel that's not there, right? Uh, so the, it has to get confirmed for me to uh, take the Bitcoin on chain outside of our channel. However, I'm immediately allowed to spend it. So it's not like I don't have access to it. And, uh, and it's essentially what Olympus as a business is owed to me. Like what they owe to me is the funds in the channel. We have a written commitment that can be broadcast or a written funding channel that is broadcast to the network. So unconfirmed or not, we've got a degree of assurance there. And um, I can already spend it back. So it's not, like, it's not like I'm waiting with my fingers crossed. This is my wait is if I want to close the channel and get the funds back on chain. But I have other options to do that because I've, I've got a spendable lightning balance. So I could submarine swap. I could just do an atomic swap. I can spend on the lightning network. So I'm not, I already have access to my funds. So even though there is like a little bit of a risk to me, like let's, let's think of a, because this is something that's essentially owed. Well, if I buy $10 worth in a turbo channel and then we update the commitment because I go and go to Starbucks website and spend $10 uh, to, uh, you know, put on my Starbucks card or something, well, then we're done. Nobody owes me anything and I don't owe them anything. And honestly, we could just, even if the channel never got confirmed and it just sat in the mempool before getting removed, you know, a couple of days later, who cares? There's nothing, nobody, okay, well, we, we're, you know, we're back to, we're back to even here. And, uh, but if the channel does, uh, doesn't get confirmed in a timely fashion, um, again, it still doesn't prevent us from updating the commitment and it's also not difficult, like you, we can just be rebroadcast. So it's funny, this is actually uh, really similar to uh, what Bcash has been boasting forever about like, oh, we can make tons and tons of uh, uh, unconfirmed transactions just one after the other and, you know, sit them in the mempool to be uh, added to the blockchain and they're safe. And what's funny is that they're not, they, they all, like, they are all actually dependent on each other, whereas... Lightning is actually an improvement upon that with one thing to actually have confirmed. So, so think about it with, with Bcash, if um, let's say you have one transaction going to a wallet and then they go to the next one, they go to the next one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You got like six payments in a string. Well, uh, um, that first one, let's say that first one, uh, somebody cheats it and double spends that first one with a bigger fee and that one gets included. And, uh, and now all six of the other or five of the other payments are now just shit out of luck because the Bitcoin never went to the first one. Therefore, the whole string is outdated. Whereas in the situation with an unconfirmed lightning balance, uh, you actually can just, you're just updating within a single channel. So you don't even have to care what the previous five commitments were that updated. You're just worried about the last one. And if it doesn't get confirmed, you can still read broadcast and you've got RBF if it didn't get into a block or something very quickly. Uh, so it's, it's actually kind of funny that this is actually... And obviously at the end of this, you've got nothing but the single transaction, the funding transaction, to actually post on the blockchain. So you're actually scaling as opposed to just dumping more information onto the global decentralized network of validation and killing the ability and ease of validation in the process. 
Um, and the great thing about it is you've got a single relationship. You know, I've got a relationship with Zap, with my channel, and that's all I have to be concerned about. And if I can spend, since I can spend through whatever channel uh, gets uh, pushed to me, well, then I've just got the funds on Lightning. I've just got him. Like, and that's just, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And this closes so many gaps. Breeze was like halfway there in the main sense. And there is a, there is a caveat with Breeze. I, I love Breeze. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not shitting on Breeze here just because there's been like for one day something better has existed. Uh, but he actually brings this up in the article, which um, was the only really like thing that I always thought about. And I asked Roy when uh, we had him on the show in the Crypto Chat episode, if you did not, uh, were not able to listen to it, I definitely recommend it. Um, but uh, I asked him about it because it seemed like a huge risk um, and a huge capital expense to have to open channels with everyone who downloads the app. So I was really surprised that they were doing this. Like, and they, they actually do it for a million Satoshis, which was $100, roughly the example um, that... Uh, I don't think that's a coincidence um, that uh, Jack Mallers gave in the article. And uh, that's a huge amount of capital for, uh, for just people who open the app, who just download the app. And this is regardless is if, if this customer has you know, made or the user has made any purchases or anything at all. And you know, that, that seems like a big risk, particularly when they're... Uh, are going to be hundreds or thousands of users who try out the app or just casually test it without ever really using it. Um, like I know personally a few people who have downloaded the app and never really made use of it. Uh, and I cannot, I can't imagine any app, whatever kind of app it is, that has an extremely high percentage of daily users per the people who actually download it. So like what percentage of the people delete the app just after looking at it for like 10 minutes you know how many are actually going to use it or, or or won't use it for months at a time how much capital is going to be locked up in channels where the user deleted the app almost immediately and the lsp breeze in this instance doesn't even know that that occurred i just see that the user is now offline the you know pretty regularly so it's awesome that they are doing that but it does have a serious scaling limit in and of itself, uh, just concerning the amount of capital is, that's needed, um, and and the just the unnecessary channels. The capital aside, having to open all of these channels and then close them, even though it's two payments for maybe payments. You, you know, like like you're having two on-chain transactions for the possibility of someone doing off-chain transactions rather than an on-chain transaction to fund and begin someone's ability to uh, have off-chain transactions. And like, there's a whole lot less risk there. It makes me very curious. I really would love to see Breeze do this because that's the one, that's the one gap of having to wait in the whole, the whole app is you have to just, just wait for the confirmation uh, uh, in the app when you initially set it up. Uh, so the, if they actually started utilizing this, um, this would actually mitigate a lot of the risk on the LSP side of things because, you know, they, they, they can still fund $100 in every channel, but seeing as if they would only open the channel, and it'd be a turbo channel, so it would happen instantly. As soon as you've written the commitment, we're good to go. Uh, and as seeing 
as if somebody has bought $20 worth of Bitcoin, has already is already funding the channel with something that is on their side, it is vastly more likely that they're going to use it. Um, and, you know, preparing that they may spend another $80 worth is not nearly as risky as just risking or just gambling on the fact that everybody who downloads the app is going to need $100. Um, but it is a, at the same time, it's a huge user experience hurdle is that incoming capacity is important to the user experience. Um, and offloading the risk on an unconfirmed channel is actually a really, really smart and simple idea, um, to me at least. Uh, and uh, committing to $100 in, instead of using something like a tur turbo channel, but committing $100 for every single click essentially every single download um you know you could end up doubling or tripling the amount of funds locked in dead channels for no reason really so it's really awesome that that is actually that's kind of like a, a two birds with one stone sort of thing is that the turbo channel not only allows them to uh allows zap to only open channels when somebody has already committed to spending funds on the lightning network we've already paid for that service um and of course obviously it mitigates the dos risk like if you know they want to spam zap for doing this okay they're just they're paying for a service so who could possibly what business could possibly be upset about customers unnecessarily going to use their buy their product <laughs> um and, uh, uh, but this, this really gets to an example and a discussion I was ha we were talking about yesterday, um, about, and something that I, I kind of harp on again and again and again, but I just love it when I see an example exactly of this sort of thing is that lightning and Bitcoin will be completely obscured away and it will simply be, do you own the Bitcoin keys? Uh, because Zap will use in the, in this case. Uh, Zap uses to get the funds across. And Zap uses on-chain or submarine swaps or whatever, or I guess Olympus in this case, really. That um, They're just going to find the simplest, cheapest way to get the funds to the customer and that it doesn't matter what tool that is. It doesn't matter if it's a submarine swap. It doesn't matter if it's an on-chain transaction. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a splice because the channel doesn't have enough funds in it. Um, and, or that if it's lightning because everything's already ready to go and it's a previous customer or any option available to get the funds to the customer side. Just like your computer and router don't notify you like every time that they had to find a different route or connect to a different server um, or add another server to the hop or that, you know, we had to fall back on your second DNS server because the first one didn't respond for some reason that, uh, I don't know, you had to renew your IP address because your lease ran out or, oh, we're going to try to redirect to the HTTPS version of this site and the hundreds, the hundreds of other things that go on normally during using the internet. You, you use this stack of protocols, you use many of these protocols all at once to have a single user experience, to have a seamless and singular internet experience. You don't interact with each of the protocols as you need them. All of the protocols are there so that you can interact with the internet. And that is what we're going to see. And this is a perfect, perfect example of exactly that. It doesn't matter where you're holding the coins or how you're holding the coins. As long as you're holding the keys, they're yours. And you have 
either a lightning contract or a state chain contract or a Bitcoin on chain transaction in order to receive those funds back in order to like that's your claim of ownership you own a commitment you own the keys that can move these coins and it's just fascinating and uh i think this is turbo channels are cool <laughs> this is neat i love to see uh these tools that i just kind of care about and then boom there and this is again this is all beta Everything is still so early. Stuff screws up. Be careful with this. I'm trying to convince myself right now of not to be reckless because I think I'm going to try to sign up for this beta. Um, but this is all early. It's all early. And it still blows me away of how many of these user experiences gap, user experience gaps that just keep getting closed. And what's funny is that this would not be like this wouldn't be possible without the lightning network it changes it really does change the nature of all of it and the fact that like we can have these lsps like managing channels that we can have um we can aggregate the opening and closing of these channels we can aggregate signatures with you know stuff that's in the pipeline that we've got bips for now um there's just so much happening all of this will slowly slowly form together in standardized uses of this um, uh, software and these, these protocol tools. And it's just fascinating to get to see this happen step by step and see these huge moments like this, which is exactly what this is with the release of Olympus. Um, and again, a huge congratulations to Jack and the Mallers family for this amazing, amazing new service. I could not be more excited about it, and I'm just blown away uh, that y'all are able to do this. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, that will close today's episode. Again, don't forget to drop some major applause and check out that Medium page. There are a number of other links. Uh, obviously, the link for the... I'll actually, I'll actually put that in the show notes to the Fiat to Lightning. Uh, so if anybody else wants to try out the beta, remember, Crayful, Crayful gang, uh, don't be reckless. Uh, but uh, uh, there are bugs. This is all new software. Uh, but also definitely check out the new website. New website looks fancy as shit. Um, ZapHQ.io. Oh, yep. And I will also have the uh, Twitter profiles uh, for Jack Mallers um, and the rest of the Mallers crew in the show notes. So you can check them out. You should be following them on Twitter. If you are not, you are failing. Uh, so yeah, that'll do us in for today. This is the crypto economy. I am Guy Swan. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show, uh, and, uh, follow me on Twitter at the crypto economy and share this out with everybody, you know, in the Bitcoin space. And if you want to jump in on the crypto economy crew, our telegram group, where we talk about all kinds of shit like this, uh, uh, don't forget that you can support the show by becoming a patron and you'll get access to our uh, Crypto Economy Telegram crew. So we will close out today's episode with uh, Jack Maller's final words in this article. Much love, fam. Much love. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. <laughs>